If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was most upset that people were like, fuck off. Look at the state of him. He's never drilled a thousand women. So I didn't say they were any good, but it's only 12. <laughs> though, remember, only 12, lads. No more, no less. Um, you can sleep with thousands of women if you pay him. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Jay Haskell and you are listening to episode 10. Unbelievably we have got there. I didn't think we would. I thought someone would complain, we'd be taken off the air, but you haven't. Maybe there's no one's listening. I think we've got a lot of people listening. We know we've got a lot of people listening. No, I was listening. joking, I was underplaying it, we fucking absolutely completed it. <laughs> Yeah, we still don't have a sponsor though. Yeah. Because for the amount of listens we're getting, no one wants to sponsor us because they think that we're a bit too much. Yeah, we had HelloFresh, <laughs> they looked into uh, looked into us. They were like, we'd love to work with James and Chloe. Listen to the episode and the first thing I said was finger blasting. They were like, <laughs> oh, actually we're probably not. So if Durex, like KY yeah. Jelly. KY, um, Durex and Summers. And Summers, exactly. Uh, Drilldose.com. Yeah. Pornhub. Pornhub, fuck, I would love to sponsor by Pornhub. Pornhub has got some serious coin. Evilangel.com, probably a bit more fresh. Jameslovesanal.com. Whoa, uh, Chloe. <laughs> um, you know what someone said to me about this this podcast? Is they went, everybody always starts the same way. They go, I just, uh, let me just twizzle your knob. Not for the first time. Um, I don't have a knob. Shame. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Go into that fetish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, didn't you find out that your parents listen to this? Uh, yeah, they do, actually. Uh, my mum said to me the other Great day, she went, news. Well, there's so much to talk about. My mum said to me the other day, she went, James, I've seen an article in The Sun um, where Chloe said that you shagged sh- sh- a thousand oh, women. That is not what happened. Is it true? Is it true? And I was like, Mum. It's 2,000. It's, de- <laughs> it's definitely not true. It's 12 and only 12. Thousand. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, we should tell that story. So um, I am the new, this is such a dream job for me. I am the new um, sex columnist for Fabulous magazine, which is the Sun on Sunday magazine. And one of the questions that I got asked was from a girl, which actually is, this is a good couples quarantine topic. And she was saying, my boyfriend slept with loads of women before me. What did Um, I don't know how to feel about this. And I basically messaged back and I was like, I'm pretty sure James has slept with well over a thousand women. Hyperbole, also true though. And I was like, uh, but you know, you can't, you can't judge your partner on what happened before. And hopefully if he's monogamous, which you'll only know when you, when you continue on in this relationship with him, um, hopefully when he's monogamous with you, you will find out your benefit from his past experience, which is what I was saying from you. Yes. Now the journalist who's interviewing James for the sum somehow, read this column before anyone's meant to read it yeah naughty naughty and hit james with a question chloe says she slept with a thousand women hence the headline and so i was mortified because it's just not it's totally out of context you obviously don't really care your mum was obviously mortified and i'm like oh my god this is what happens when you when journalists are in the picture i was most upset that people were like fuck off look at the state of him he's never drilled a thousand women so i didn't say they were any good but it's only 12 (laughs) though remember only 12 lads no more no less um you can sleep with thousands of women if you pay him (laughs) 
that's my wife. Now, one thing we started last week's show, and I know it's the world's longest introduction, we were talking about the review form. Right, you know, we said about the review form um, in terms of. I had a friend of mine, uh, Tom Reese, who actually listened to this. Um, I can't believe Reese did this. He just doesn't even strike me as this kind of right, guy. Right. Okay. Here we are. So Tom Reese, I said, friend of mine. He's, I don't know where he's living in the world at the moment. He's in America. But he's listened to this, and, it, and, it, and we said about sending a review form after a date, and I knew it raised a few eyebrows. Uh, I said that actually I got into it because I thought it was quite fun done in the right way it wasn't like a full critique like your breath stinks your chat <laughs> shit I'm never going to date you again it was quite light hearted and he said the categories were on this form if you want to adopt it were venue appearance banter hair banter. dance moves if applicable atmosphere chemistry and kissability yeah but you can't rate chemistry because it's either there or it's not well, you can, that's what I mean but if, if, so if so, you know when people just don't reply after a date yeah. or don't phone up yeah this is the perfect thing to give them a steer. I think it's a great idea. You imagine, instead of, if, instead of ghosting a girl or a, blo- or a girl ghosting a bloke, you just send this and they go, there's no chemistry. You're like, okay. Yeah, but I stand by what I said last week. I think it's a good idea if you don't really plan on dating that person again. I think if the date went really well, this could actually no, but, be the nail in the coffin. But I think closure. How many people, how many girls are out there going, I don't understand why that bloke just drilled me and never no, called no, me back. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's great in that context. Mm. I'm saying if... If things went well, this is a very risky move after a date if the date went well, because this could actually oh, make someone... okay. Yeah. Okay, but they said there was also a comments box where they could freestyle. Answers, <laughs> fell, into, uh, answers fell into three categories. One, what the fuck is this? You want to give me feedback, you're asking for feedback. Either way, you're weird. Never contact me again. Right. So that's what people would normally get. Two, oh my God, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. What can I, when can I see you again? Or three, okay, this is funny. You're not the guy for me, but I want to help you with other girls and uh, other guys, but other girls, girls. So here's some genuine feedback. Still think there's an angle for it. On, on an app just to make sure make sure it doesn't yes, turn yes don't tell the people that Sorry. nobody steal that we're copywriting it, it right and now and basically to make sure it doesn't turn into a shit slinging match yeah me you and Reese that's it we can call it honest dating honest dating app true right. date no we can call date true? it um, oh, I'll have a think and then he said the best the best was some chick basically saying you're a great dancer and lots of fun but next time you may want to have a shower before we were getting into bed Right, that was what the girl said to Reese. Oh, that's savage. And Reese said, so now I shower, which does two things, gets me smelling fresh and ready for play, and naked. Win, 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 sex. <laughs> so that's Tom Reese, everybody. So I think that clarifies a little bit more about the dating app. So I think that's quite um, quite good. And Reese is one of the funniest and nicest people best. ever. He's one of the nicest people ever. When I, um, the first time I met him, James and I, it was our first ever holiday to um, the south of France. My parents have a villa there. So, no, luckily <laughs> enough, Schmoonies. actually that ties in really nicely for something we're going to talk Perfect. about. Um, so we went, we just took an easy jet flight out. We were in the villa. It was day two. It was like our first romantic Tricky holiday. And all of a sudden there's like a, on the door. And I was like, oh, who the fuck is that? And James was like, oh, that's my friend, Reese. And I was like, you are joking. He was like, no, he's in South of France. I invited him to come stay for the week. I was like, cool. Thanks for telling me. So he showed up and it turned out to be the best decision ever. So, so what I remembered most about that trip was me standing on the balcony doing like like a deck of cards, PT. Yeah. So I assigned an exercise to every card and then I would just like throw them at them and you guys just doing burpees beneath like on yeah. the garden below me and I was just throwing cards at you, making you... Like the queen in the ivory tower. So what's the first um, question that we've got this week? Right, okay, so the question that we've got this week, we've turned into a topic. The topic is making an effort in a relationship in terms of aesthetics, aesthetically. I'm sure the, the guy who sent in the question, and I'm not going to say your name just in case. Yeah, we never say names on here, so feel free to send your 
your questions to CQ questions at uh, CQ questions at jameshaskell.org. CQ questions yeah. at Because also we're getting a lot of messages from people being like, oh, my partner doesn't know that I'm listening. Um, so it's okay. You can say my name. But we're getting that from both men and women. So as far as we know, this could be a pina colada situation. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And they're the married couple. So we're not just gonna, we're just not going to say names. Or like that story where the bloke ordered a prostitute and his daughter turned up. What? But, yeah, that actually happened, yeah. Maybe we should start with or that. Or there's the other wives' tale where the bloke went to a glory hole and was like, God, get, put his knob through his dad and sucked him off. Cool. They both walked out of the toilet. So I think that's not a wives' tale, but I'm pretty sure it's odd, odds are that potentially might have happened somewhere. I didn't, of course there are sex old wives' tales. I didn't even think of that. We should I do an episode like, of that. Please, i tell you what, please tweet us or Instagram us your old wives' tales in regards to sex, like things you've heard, like it's very bloke, who snapped his, yeah, bloke who snapped his knob off. Send us your real, like, the ones that you think would really, old wives' tales. Okay, we need to know. get into the topic like the now, because we're talking. Do you remember that one that the bloke got, uh, did his missus up the arse on a white sofa? She shit after after um, sex. They blamed it on the dog and they put the dog down. That's apparently a true story as well. You don't put a dog down because it's shat on the sofa. No, because they were like, it was aiding, and they're like, oh, God, that's the final straw. Ruin the new white it's like, sofa. It's lost like, control of its bowels. It's Dust. like killing a child because they threw up. Like, you Mm-mm. can't do that. Maybe, maybe the dog had been shitting. There's probably more to it than that, but that was just a, you know, a, a cut-down version. Right, okay. So, the topic is making an effort in a relationship, um, and I mean aesthetically speaking. So, for context here... I remember when we first started dating, and this is probably applies to all women or most women, and probably applies to um, most men as well. But when we first started dating, I would make an effort. Like every time you saw me, I would make sure that my hair and my makeup was done every time. Like in the beginning, I would even wake up earlier and go into the bathroom and like freshen myself up, like do like make sure I looked okay, because um, I didn't want you to see me without makeup on. I didn't want you to see me looking like shit. Um, and yeah, it just wasn't, I would like, I would, even if we went to the gym together, which like never happened, I would always make sure I went like looking like tight, right? According to the Daily Mail though, every time we got photographed together, just off the gym session, I was like, no, yeah. I'm off to eat a fucking French toast breakfast and Chloe's off to the gym. Yeah. Never working, never worked out together. Yeah, we don't really work out together. Um, so obviously then like when you've been together a while and this applies to episode two bathroom dilemmas when you've been together a while like that that wears off because a it's completely unmaintainable b it's completely unrealistic it's not reflective of real life and c when you live together obviously you get into bed together every night you wake up together every morning you have to take your makeup off as a girl or your skin's gonna break out like hell you know you have to you wake up with morning breath we all wake up with morning breath um but believe it or not right there are actually periods of days or weeks between shaving or waxing where we actually have to let our hair grow out to a degree where we can shave or wax it um so like hairy days or weeks do occur and this is just the reality of humanity being with a woman and don't get me wrong, I love like hair, makeup, beautiful women, I love it. And as much as I would love to say that, you know, you look at Instagram and that's what all women look like all the time. No, it's not. Like, especially if that person on Instagram is like a model or has like an aesthetic account or is like whatever, they're gonna put up photos that are airbrushed, where they are wearing makeup, where they look in shape, where they're posing. They're not gonna put up a photo of when it's a Sunday and they're hungover as shit and they've got, you know, they've had a breakout and their hair's in a bun on their head and they're slobbing out in, in you know, trackies, then over with five fat rolls that is not the image you're going to see of them but believe me that image is there um so i think like this is something that i was i was going to say like as much as women you know we want to look good i i like it i like you know looking and feeling sexy but you know at the end of the day 
it, it, it's, not, it's not realistic to expect that all the time. And it's not really that fair that it's only women that have to shave and it's only women that have to do their makeup and it's only women that have to spend 200 pounds, you know, a quarter getting their hair done. Like it's, it's not actually that fair that it's just us because men just can look like shit all the time and nobody would bat an eyelid. So there's that to consider. Well, I mean, firstly, you girls have the advantage. You can actually spruce your shit up. This is True. as good as it gets. True. Like, this is on me on my best day. Like, I get the lid tightened, I get the beard trimmed up, see, see Alex, the Turkish barber, do my ear, and I get my ear hair, nasal wax, get my eyebrows fluffed, everything. But I can't, I can't, you know, apart from my big shades or, or maybe a baseball cap, this is as good as it gets. So I don't even have that advantage. So I think it's uh, men, men are sort of a bit stuffed where girls are, you know, but girls are selling themselves as 10 out of 10s and you're taking that home, I'm wrapping that. And, you know, I mean, I, I've got a friend again, Jason, our single friend that we talk about on the podcast. Oh, who's just call dreamer. him Jamie, <laughs> no, Jamie. No, 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 because we no, do actually no. have a friend called Jason and it, it get confused. Oh, fine, right. So Jimmy, Jamie. our other friend, Jimmy, right. Jamie Beach Bond. <laughs> <laughs> no, whoa. Right, our other friend, he's obviously got a certain preference for, for the ladies, right? And they've obviously had sometimes big face, lots of work, lips, makeup heavily made up. I'm like, when you get that back and after you've done a job or whatever you've got on and, and, and you're together and you, that takes all this makeup off, what are you left with? Like, because... It, it, I just wouldn't gravitate towards a girl with, 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 with look, look like that because... Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because... I don't listen. Sorry. I'm not, my eyes aren't painted on, like they're beautiful women. Uh, yes, I'm talking about for, for a, a little bit of a dalliance, mm. like old Jada Pinkett Smith had with that bloke. I don't know, what was it an called? Entanglement. An entanglement. If I had an entanglement, I, w- I wouldn't, that wouldn't be a problem. Please don't get me wrong. You know, Jimmy's got great taste. But what I'm saying is... See? Is that- there. You're like, I would never go for that. And like, God, I'm being complimentary because you fucking named no, him. No, but I don't think it's true that you're not into that kind of... I don't think it's true that any man isn't into that look. But I'll tell you why. Because I think it reminds men of porn stars. No, but the point is is that I I, I want someone that went around the house without makeup on looks great. Yeah, I don't want to walk into a room, see a girl, walk out, she's taking the makeup off and go, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Who are you? And it's me, it's Sharon. You'd be like, oh, well, well how, how, you know, what's happened to you? That's my point. So that you know, yes, they're great for a little one night, one night ride, a couple of bits and pieces, maybe a bit of fun, maybe a bit of dating, maybe an escape room. I don't know, but I, <laughs> but I but I wouldn't, I wouldn't invest in that long term just because you know it's, it's so much admin on that. You know, you go to bed, yours, the side of the bed must be completely brown with fake tan. You're going to find fake eyelashes around. You know, the, yeah, but. I think you're being a bit judgmental because there are a lot of women out there who do look like that and who are equally incredibly intelligent, have degrees in I didn't, you know, so it's law. Nothing to do with that. But no, but but you're right. I do not I know what you're saying. You're saying that you tend to like a girl to be a bit more Natural. Domesticated, natural. Yeah. And, and, and you're not and, domesticated. You're still a wild lunatic. Yeah, which you I cook trained. and clean all oh, yeah, day, yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, fine, you are. Yeah, you're still mad. Though. No, but I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. Okay. No, so, so, so my point is that I think men are actually at disadvantage because we can't change what we look like. We can't food ourselves up. We can't do, you know, do that. So yeah. I think that's quite hard. I think, you know, I think I wouldn't go for somebody that there will be such a drastic change mm. because it's important to me to wake up next morning to someone and go... I still fancy you. I don't want to go to bed with one person and wake up with someone else because that really is a nightmare uh, situation. I think there's also clothes, big sunglasses. A lot of these things hide a multitude of sins. But then, you know, you That's think... That's everyone, all women in the summer look fit as fuck, myself included, because we just cover ourselves up with sunglasses. Yeah, but you, yeah, you've got like, sunglasses <laughs> like that big and you've got, you've got you know, the, the old spanks on. There's a lot of like... 
sort of aids for women. But what I mean is you might look at a girl and go, oh my God, she's got an incredible body. And find out she's never trained. She's actually skinny fat once you get the kit off. And it's, those are things are important to me that what I know, what I'm buying into is what I get. So, you know, when you say you're different, I don't think you are. I think you're as beautiful as always. You know, I think I wanted to see what you look like in your casual clothes when you were relaxed on the house because that's the girl yeah, I fell in love fairness, with. Yeah, but in fairness, on our first day, I did my hair and makeup, but I literally wore trackies. That's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you still already fancy. And not, yeah, but I mean, I, I, you know, you might, when we go out a night out, you know, I, don't, I can't tell a lot of time when you're making, wearing makeup or not. I always go, are you wearing makeup? You're like, no. Yeah, or, you only know when I'm wearing makeup if I'm wearing eyeliner. Yeah, you but that's because I don't, because I don't pile it on. No, but that's what I mean. So then it's so funny, we have like a big group of girls. Shout out to Roshi, by the way, who's listening and she's already had a couple shout outs. She started listening last night and she, her and her sister sat at the kitchen table and like binge listened to oh, yeah. quarantine. She messaged me, she's like, I can't believe you mentioned me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, calm down, Rosh. Um, but she's so funny, like she does her makeup amazingly and James can't tell when I'm wearing makeup because unless I'm wearing eyeliner, I just don't really put in the effort to be honest no. I think it's a huge effort but apparently it's but, not because then I'll go out with the girls and Roshi I'll be like Roshi can you do makeup she's like good yes come and they'll do like all like, they'd literally redo my face and I look 10 times hotter I'm like why can't I do that? but I think that's important what I really want to clear this up is that I wouldn't you know I don't have a type and I don't have you know I appreciate the film f- female form in all its different guises yeah you do. there is a big difference between someone that I would sleep with or has an instant sex appeal versus someone that you want to settle down with that's what I want to qualify the earlier thing I'm not saying any of these but girls surely aren't... the latter needs the former as well um, so the, the former can just be someone you want to bang. You bang, you get yeah, out yeah, fine. Yeah. But surely the latter, someone you want to settle down with, at least initially, no, you have yes, to have but, that. Yes, I but, want to bang. Yes, you. but that's why you don't settle down with every girl you meet. It's a it's a, it's a happy medium. Like I've I've honestly uh, used to sh- live live with someone, and honestly, this girl went to bed and I and I'd I had a few drinks, and I thought, oh gosh, she's a bit of a worldy. Honest to God, passed her in the morning, and I thought there was a clean lady was in the house. I was like, what? How has that happened? And so I, what I mean is you've just got to get the, the, the gap between the extremes to be comfortable. So, you know, you're strikingly beautiful, always, I think. But even when you're... Even when you're even you tell me I look like an egg. You do when you're fucking hair on the top of your head. And I smell like cabbage. And you do smell like cabbage. And when I don't paint my eyes on, I look like a ghost. Yeah. But it's the truth. I'm hitting you with true things. What do I look like? So, I look the same. Look, but how does I'm that, balding. How I'm does saying. that marry up with, I think you're stunningly beautiful at all times? Yeah, because I still fa- I fancy eggs. <laughs> I fucking love eggs. I eat cabbage every day. I love ghosts. This is a fucking haunted house. That's what I'm really into. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I just, that for me is important. So I think, I think if you do, you need to be comfortable around your partner and that your partner, if you truly love them, is going to see you at the worst. See you being sick, see you being ill, see you have, you know, your weakest. And, and, and you've got to accept that. If you can't accept that and you're so judgmental, then, then you shouldn't be in that relationship. Okay, so then, okay, let's just give this some actual, you know, a case study that's applied to you, right? <laughs> being totally honest with my married now, so you're stuck. And I but, know that, yeah, stuck, I know I that you are still attracted to me. Not all the time. Of course but I am. Okay, wait, wait, listen, listen, listen. So when we first, when you first started to see me yeah. with bun head, yeah. with no makeup on, having not shaved for, let's say, a week. So like, yeah. actually right now I've got stubblies. Do you want to feel? Oh, yeah, it's not, sandpaper. It's not hard um, like you've got, you know, legs like Pavarotti, have you? <laughs> How do you know what Pavarotti's legs look like? Mm, wouldn't you like, so it's another fetish. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dirty opera what, what did you mentally think? Because obviously, look, let's be honest, it's called, men do notice these things. Right, so what did you think mentally? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't think anything. I just thought, 
I didn't. I just I wouldn't be in a I wouldn't be with you or or, or settle down with you if I thought that was never an issue because I just wouldn't have got past it. I'm that fickle. And we talked about the post come hatred thing. If I thought one minute as a fault, it, which is bizarre because one of my friends, um, a guy called Travis, was actually saying to me, you know, I was being quite judgmental. I've always been quite judgmental. And he was like, mate, you've got little tufts of hair on your back, you and you've got bad skin, and you've got bad, <laughs> you know, you've got your hair's pulled out. Like, you want to stop fucking being so judgmental? True. And I, I just it suddenly really hit me and I was like actually do you know what you're right we we and I think social media and Instagram has has put it into simple people's heads like mine that this is what you should look like all the time this yeah. is the expectation and it's taken away reality yeah you think of the fittest girl you know yeah she doesn't look like that all the time no I know and that's what men don't realise well, we also like... saw on the other day we talked about the Daily Mail you know like the Daily Mail sidebar of shame you're scrolling through and you're seeing these 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 girls posting pictures of themselves and then and then you see the ones where they actually get papped and it looks like a sausage and you're like how but, but, but it just it unfortunately forces that kind of perception but I think that the best thing about being in a relationship is you can be yourself and be comfortable and I you know I, I look terrible I catch sight of myself I mean I saw pictures of myself young and I was hanging I'm not sure I'm much, I'm much better now but I do I do slightly envious of women that they do have the advantage of, 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 of smarting themselves up I think you're right I think it, that there are pros and cons of the fact that we have hair and makeup so if we do feel like shit we can make ourselves look better and that in turn makes us feel better and that's an option that you guys don't have if you feel like shit and you've got to go to your mate's big party and you look like shit you look like shit there's nothing you can do however I will also say the fact that we have all of those options every fucking day to make ourselves look better it does start to feel like quite like pressure it feels like pressure quite but a lot I'll say the only bit that I noticed about it which was got under my skin was, was your concern about it yourself yeah was you saying Oh, you know, you know, I can't. Sorry that I don't look this. Sorry, my hair's yeah, up, but first, I don't fancy yeah, you. And, that, and that was more irritating than anything. It was like I don't care. I love you in tracksuit bottoms and little calves. I mean, you know, if you could dress as a schoolgirl around the house all the time, or a French maid, or something else, yeah. you know, that would be that would be James great. James tried to make me do that, right? So, like, I dress like slutty in the summer because I'm hot anyway. So, if yeah. I'm just going to wear a sports bra and underwear, then I may as well change it up and just wear I don't know a crop top and bum shorts. I don't care because I'm that hot. That would be great. That yeah. would be great. Yeah. But then when it's the winter, he's like, "Oh, you stopped wearing like little." Mm. I'm like, "I'm fucking cold, and you won't." Let me touch the no, thermostat. No, no. So now you're going to get onesie bitch. Sit I down. do get onesie bitch, but but, it, but I like it. I find you cute in tracksuit bottoms and, and you know. But you, but you also got good. You got good taste in in, in clothes and, and and comfies as you call them. Comfies. But I, but I do think that the worst thing is for a partner is if you keep flagging something that isn't there. That for me is much more irritating. You going, oh, you know, or for example, say you're sitting next to the sofa slouching, and there'll be some bird and they come on the TV, and I'll say, you know, in something about that, and you go. You'll feel bad because she's looking at her best and you don't feel your yeah. best. And that's a problem. But it's not a problem for me. I'm just yeah. I'm just observing. Cause, uh, yeah, because you're a human. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. They, <laughs> I'm an absolute filth bag. So, uh, you know. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, that is true. The first few times I would be like, I'm really sorry. I'm not wearing makeup today. I'm having a breakout. Yeah. Like, I know that we're going for lunch, whatever. But, like, I just need to let my skin breathe for a minute. And you'd be like, what are you talking Like, that annoyed you? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, fine, sorry. Or, like... You d- I will say one thing, and you are projecting a little bit of a <laughs> shock. <laughs> you are projecting a little bit of falsity here. You do not like it when my hair isn't down and done. Oh, it's only because you... Because you lit- no, I, I, sorry, not done. All I mean is, is that anything else but scrape bun. Like, I'm talking about anything else. Yeah, but Ideally, you know, pigtails, you know, head but down. You know, you know how... Impra- so, I like a side thing, like, from um, Napoleon Dynamite. Know, you know how Im- impractical it is, though? I know, If course. I'm cooking, and, or yeah. if I'm eating, like, look at this, right, look. It, it all goes everywhere. Yeah. Or, like, if I'm training, like, I can't... And I've got the same problem. But this is where, this is where we go... <laughs> this is where we get to the point where it's like, 
it's unrealistic for me to have my hair done every day. That's fine. That's why I don't unrealistic. That's why I just bollock you every week as opposed to every day. Okay, let's move on to the question then. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me that wasn't the fucking question, right? Okay, carry on. Huh? Don't, so don't tell me that wasn't the question. We've, we've chatted. It's a topic. Oh, fine, sweet. Okay, this is the question. Loving the pod so far, fucking hilarious and very insightful. I wonder if you can advise me on a tough issue that I'm having. When my wife and I first met eight years ago, we were both in decent shape. Me as an amateur rugby player and a very regular gym goer and her due to a very active job. Um, after a couple of years... She got a new and very sedentary job and has been gaining weight ever since. She's gone from being a size 10 to a size 16. I've stayed in the same sort of shape, actually a bit better now than when we first met. I'm not talking hash levels of shape, but decent enough. 10% body fat and 100 kgs. He's actually better shape than I yeah, am at the moment. Yeah, you're not 10% body fat right now. Um, Do you tell everyone what you said? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> And neither am I, though. Oh, but actually, this all ties in nicely with this. Okay, so. The problem is, I've lost almost all sexual attraction to her, which I find very upsetting, as I still love her deeply. It's not the weight gain, specifically, but more the complete lack of an effort that goes with it that I'm finding unattractive. No exercise, baggy clothes, no makeup, hair's never done, no attention to below-the-waist grooming. Her legs are hairier than mine. Our sex life has dwindled down to twice a month if I'm lucky. I try to keep reigniting the bedroom fires with compliments, date nights, spontaneous trips, pre-lockdown obviously, in the hope that things might take might take off from there but I get shut down almost every time I think it's because she isn't comfortable in her own skin but I don't know how to help her with that. I can't lie and say she looks amazing to boost her self-esteem if it's clearly not true. Mate, lie. That's the first thing I'll say. I love my wife so much and the last thing I want to do is upset her but I'm only 32 and the prospect of being with someone for the rest of my life who I don't find attractive slash makes me semi-celibate is pretty grim. So the questions are, one, am I a terrible person for not finding her attractive anymore? James. No, you're not um, because I think um, it's always hard and you think you're going to fluctuate in and out. Like, you know, you should always have a base level of attraction but in terms of like your real sort of ultimate desire, you know, lots of things get in the way and sometimes situations can happen. What I'm really interested about someone like this is, you I, you know, like Gok Wang used to do that programme. Gok Wan. Uh, what I call Gok Wang. Why, why did you go Wan? Gok Wan, right? Gok Wan. Gok yeah. And also the other one, you know, they do the makeover ones where they take these sort of women from different periods of time who've just essentially given up. They, they become mothers, they become the worker, you don't have the time and you know they let the roots grow out, they've got, you know, they got the old moustache going, the hairy legs, the hair, terrible, terrible gears they're wearing and they've sort of given up and then Gokwine gives them the opportunity to foof themselves up, they have the hair done, they show how to maintain, they get a new wardrobe and they come out of it feeling confident. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like in this particular situation that she has just lost the will to do these things and probably doesn't feel very good about herself and you can't help not find her attractive. It doesn't make you a bad person, but I think that, you know, the fact you're voiced it is a great step because some people not find their partner attractive and go off and do other things and in their mind they use that as an excuse, as a reason for it. When actually... You know, I think some care and attention, you know, because the hairy legs, that, that says it all. If you're not going to look after yourself, and what we said on one of the other podcasts was... 
I don't think hairy legs reflects looking after yourself. Hairy legs is a luxury sorry, hairy, that men get. Hairier than fucking him. Why? Look, listen. Sorry, with the shaving thing. Yeah. That is a luxury that men get, and it's a weird, weird thing that's happened where women have to shave all their body hair and men don't. No, no. no I'm not fighting against it. I shave. It's fine. Yeah. Right. I get it. I, tr- I shave. I trim up all the time. But I wouldn't say that that is really letting yourself go. I would say it's no, no. more letting yourself go, not taking no, care of your on, body. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Yeah, I agree. But let's be very clear. There are levels. Like you going saying stubbies on your worst day I still can't even see a leg hair right unless I got a fucking a jeweller's thing out of it and started having a look if her leg hair is longer than hers and the old front garden front bum is is, is looks like you know uh, Hampstead Heath you that is someone that, that's someone taking pride in their own appearance but some men it, like that well I know they do but we're not to, he obviously doesn't yeah. you know so uh, so I just think one of the things that you can always come back to if you're uncomfortable or your life's spiraling out of control is is how you take care of your body, how you take care of your mind, how you treat other people. Mm. And she has clearly got to a situation where something's happening, uh, and maybe you know men are, are always great at pointing out what the problems are, but ne- not necessarily reflecting on themselves. Mm. There's something going on because you, you know if her leg hair's longer than his and the old front bum is 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 not say wrecked, but it's not wrecked, but it's out of control. You know, that's someone who's just not taking pride in your appearance. Like, letting it grow a little bit is, is, is no good for me. I wouldn't... I mean, so it's fine for me. But I, wouldn't, not, not. I wouldn't personally use body hair as a reflection of a woman not taking care of herself because, as I said, it's a pretty big double standard in society that women have to shave and men don't. I actually really genuinely do find that to be a luxury. However, I do agree with yeah. you that There's she, levels in there. Yeah, I do agree with you that not taking care of yourself, that she's not taking care of yeah. herself. But I wouldn't use that as the gateway into that. No, oh, fine, right, but okay. That's I just, just meant... I meant I just when someone says leg hair's longer than the other, I mean, look at my my, my leg hair is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. You can't even see it on camera here. Probably can. Is he longer than that? No, I, d- I doubt that. It's probably a bit of hyperbole. Well, he says he's like me. Anyway, S- okay. smaller and not quite as funny. This is couples quarantine. Hi, everyone, and welcome to couples quarantine. Now, I know Chloe, you've been snooping around and actually worked out a little bit about what's going on today. But this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens a comprehensive nutritional beverage. (laughs) Yeah, with so many stresses in life, it can be really difficult to get in enough fruit and veg, aka micronutrients that our bodies really need. But this is where Athletic Greens can help you out. Their daily all-in-one greens powder is easily added to your day-to-day life with zero worry or fuss. Do you know what? It's actually really tasty because some green supplements are a little bit... Ugh, but Athletic Greens does an awesome job packing in 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including multivitamins, minerals, probiotics, green superfoods. I know I sound like an absolute keno scientist here, but of course I read the boxes. Mm-hmm. It was my daily reading for the day. It also increases energy and focus and aids with digestion and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need, I won't believe this, to take multiple products. Athletic Greens is one formula based on the latest research, investing in absorbable and natural sources of each ingredient and going above and beyond in third-party testing to ensure that their customers receive the highest quality supplement. It's lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free, no thanks, and contains less than one gram of sugar without compromising on taste. And I've tried this and I agree. I give it my Haskell seal of approval. (laughs) So right now, Athletic Greens will support your immune system during the winter months and they're offering our audience a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 
five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit the link today. You'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. Sorry, did you say a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs? Yes. Can we? Can I claim that? <laughs> I'm sure you can. I know it's insider trading, but all you have to do to, to win this incredible prize is simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash couples and join health experts chloe athletes me and health conscious go-getters around the world to make a daily commitment to their health every day again for the slow reader group simply visit athleticgreens.com slash couples and get your free year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs this is couples quarantine okay are you a terrible person for not finding her attractive no, because A, you can't help it if you don't find someone attractive in the first place, kind of like out of your control as it is. And B, um, she clearly has let herself go. So obviously she's kind of driven that into existence. So you're not really at fault for either. The one thing I would point out to you is that you say that you were in shape as an amateur rugby player and you still are now because you hit the gym. And her, she was in shape due to a very active job. Now she has a sedentary, sedentary job, she's not in shape anymore, and it's mainly the lack of effort that you're finding a turn off. I think that you met someone who had a very active job, obviously we all need to work, we all have, have jobs, most of us do. Maybe she never really was the kind of person that would go to the gym, take care of her body, if that was the reason why she was slightly slimmer. Um, so I don't know if she's always been like this and now the sedentary job is making you see it's a very it. Good point. That's one thing to think Could about. Could you on the brains of the operation, Randy? <laughs> but no, I don't think that you're a bad person. And I also think that it can be transitory. You know, James and I, we can talk about this actually. Mm. You've gone through periods where you haven't been attracted to me. And do you want to explain why? No, I've always been attracted to you, but the burning passion attraction has... It's not because of your aesthetics ever, and I've tried to explain this to you a million times. It's been about, like, if we're arguing... Yeah. I find it very hard. Like, you know, I'll give you an example. So if I ever went on a date or was in a relationship in the past, a lot of people can have makeup sex, right? But I, I get so I annoyed that I can't, I can't... I can't... I can't... <laughs> I was about to say, I can't do it. And you're like, I love makeup sex. Who are you arguing with and having sex with? No, no, I mean, historically. No, I'm joking. I know, but you wandering down memory lane is always good. Um, and um, It is when you're not putting out. <laughs> um, and so basically, uh, you know, I, yeah, I struggle. If I get annoyed, I can't really do that. Like, you know, I, 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 but you a... struggle for like, like, a, like a, it takes you a Yeah, yeah, I just get annoyed. So for example, it's, it's never about the attraction. I've never stopped fancying you, never stopped loving you. But I, I you know, in, in terms of like that sexual passion, if we're arguing a lot, I really struggle with that. Yeah. And I can't see past that, yeah. um, which, is, which, is, which is sometimes hard. So I'm saying it does happen sometimes. And like James is right, if we argue, I cannot get him to put out for like a while. It's really annoying because I'm, and then it'll be like two weeks later, and I'll be like, "Hello, two weeks. hello, hi, two I'm days. here." And he's like, "Yeah, look, we've been arguing, so I'm just not. I'm like, you're <laughs> such a fucking little bitch. Like, get it together, get it together, Buffy. Sorry, <laughs> people who don't watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, people who do will appreciate that. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's that. Okay, next question. And actually, it's true. You know, if you're, if I feel like you're being, when you started doing MMA and you turned into a bit of a monster, yes. I found it really hard to want to have yeah. sex with you because not like I mean I love makeup sex so I'm different yeah. to you in that way but like it, like you were like quite difficult for a period of time because of obviously you had a lot going on yeah and I found it difficult so it is transitory and you can get it back um his next question is any suggestions on how to bring up the subject 
constructively and sympathetically without upsetting her. Brackets, she's very sensitive and quite emotional. <laughs> she's a lady. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Go on. I think it's a hard one because actually a lot of players uh, or former players and teammates and friends of mine, because of what you do, and say, for example, their partners don't work out, don't train, don't do anything, for whatever reason, they always come to me. It's like, yeah, you know, do you reckon, uh, how can we get Chloe to train? But you know, well, I'd love I know to get, get it and, it, and it's and it's very hard yeah. because you know, how do you say to someone, listen, you look like a melty welly, uh, let's get on board the, the train train. Um, I think the only way you could do this without crushing her would be to suggest that you would love to maybe start doing some couples training together with a personal trainer and maybe do something together. Yes, and hire a really hot personal trainer who she wants to look good for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, I think, that's, I think that could be something you could do together as a couple. So if you say, listen, I'm looking to do something fun. I feel like you're working really hard at your job. I'm obviously doing what I, I'm doing. Um, maybe I thought maybe we could do a couple of times a week, two or three times a week, uh, PT sessions together. Maybe start bonding and see if we could train because your job's really sedentary, right? If she knows you're red flagging the fact that, you know... That she knows, oh, she will. It's not she. Fine, fine. Then, then I, you, you know, you, you could just say, look, I think it'd be really good for us. I probably need to work on myself. And maybe you should ask her uh, the things that you want me to work on. Mm-hmm. Because if she might turn around and say, actually, you're a dickhead and you're, you know, you're, you're really abusive and I don't like you, that's why I'm... I wish you could take your own advice. <laughs> I can't... If you ever said to me, babe, is there anything that you think I could yeah. work on to make this better? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I would feel like my birthday and Christmases would all come at once. Yeah, but I'm perfect. So why the fuck would I need to do that? He, you give such good advice and I'm oh, like, can I told you, you and that's why I told you. Do you know what I told you in early on a relationship when you go, you get, you know, I'm not sure I come for you for advice. I give the best advice. Yeah, but you don't take your own advice. I do. I've completed it. I don't. I, don't... I want you to say to me, Chloe, is there anything I could be doing that would help this yeah. issue that we're having? Well, yeah. And I would be like, I mean, it would literally be the best thing. Yeah, you fine. Want. All right. Next time, next time there's an issue, I feel like I need to do that. I'll do that. There's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I think that's fucking good advice, babe. Really good advice. Um, yeah. Okay. It is. It's a tricky one. I would say, in terms of broaching the topic, I would say, look, babe. I feel like you. Um, I don't think you're very happy at the moment, and I'll tell you why. That's a good way to to do it because if she's really not making any effort at all. At at all with her body or anything I'll tell you for free she's not very happy right now okay so I know that I have periods where you know I can get quite down and quite low like I'm an emotional person too and I have like like anxiety disorders and sometimes the flip side of that is I can get quite low and it's really hard to get up and go to the gym and it's really hard to do my hair and makeup and it's even really hard just to be social because I'm not in a good good place I do it anyway because depression runs in my family and I see how it can spiral and how actually like lifestyle is the thing that really can see it spiral so I try to stay on top of my lifestyle and it kind of keeps me afloat um and I would say, like, you would, you sh- if you said to her, I feel like you're not very happy right now. And I feel like we need to start implementing some changes to make you happier. That would be really beneficial. So James is right. Like, be like three days a week. We're going to we're gonna train. We're going to exercise. You know, and that could be, you know, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then you could have the week. And then you can say, and then one night on the weekend, we're going to have a date night. And, you, and you're going to dress up. And you take her places where she actually has to dress up. Like, not the cinema. I mean, like, take her to a really nice restaurant where she, you have to look good. You can't roll in in trackies and get her to do like and then that kind of not real pressure but that kind of requirement will force her to do her hair makeup and then when she starts to see herself looking good that's going to start to have a really good domino effect and the same with the training it feels good not getting up to train that sucks even for me and I train every day but 
it feels good when you're done because you feel like you did something good for yourself. You feel like you took care of yourself. And of course, you know, the serotonin levels and hormonal changes that, that occur. Dopamine, all yeah, too. exactly. And and it's that those are some really good ways to, to, to approach it. Talk about her emotional well-being more so than the fact that she's gained a lot of weight and, and put her in situations where she has to look at herself looking great. Take her to a, a spa day, pool day, trim them legs up that yeah, straight up because yeah, otherwise say, you can't. Yeah. yeah, say that you got, I don't know, you won something at work or whatever and it's a couple spa day and that there's packages included without letting her choose because she'll just choose like the massage or whatever. Yeah. And the packages are like a, a free wax and, oh, waxing sucks, but yeah. fine, a free wax and um, a couple's massage yeah. or something and then, a, and then a, something for you. And then hot tub and pool and spa. Manicure, pedicure, yeah. yeah. It's a bit expensive. It's a bit, Well, they're not all actually. Can't put price on sex. You can actually. You can. you can actually, but you shouldn't. Okay, so that's how we think you should broach it. Yeah. Three. I tell you what you should do is maybe offer to take her out um, on a shopping trip, maybe, and say, "Listen, babe, you know." That's dangerous. Well, you know, and well, it depends. I mean, if she starts training and she starts doing well, maybe you could reward her. Go, look, I'd love to, because now you don't fit in some of those clothes. I'd love to take you to shopping and go and take her to one of her favourite shops, look at the labels in her clothes, and see where she buys them all from, and then take her to that shop and go, oh, surprise. That's and go such do it, a... yeah. Again, please, can you fucking? I don't want people listening to this like, wow, Jameson's like, he do not do any of this. You have because you don't to do need this. it. Right? I do. Well, I need you a shopping don't. Trip. You don't need a shopping trip. And also, Take I will admit, we don't. The problems we have, me going, what do you need? We know exactly what you need. Stop getting angry. Stop shouting. Fine, we will fix that. Move next question. Yeah, that's true. Please stop getting angry. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's my work Please on. I know stop what saying my work mean on. things to me. That's it would make me on. really happy. That's my work on. Okay, four. Should I just suck it up and stop being so shallow? She's eight years older than me, so maybe this is just a function of age and I should keep my mouth shut. As this might eventually happen to you, to me. I'll just really quickly answer this and then you answer it. You're not being shallow. This is totally understandable. The fact that she's eight years older than you has but fuck all to do with the fact that she stopped making an effort and you are not the kind of person who this is going to happen to because you, my friend, are someone that I would class as an active kind of guy. James? Uh, Chloe's bizarrely actually training about 800 people online with their EC method and there are women, 40, 50, 60, who have said... Uh, perimenopause, we've got all these problems that said that I'm never going. Not problem, well, not problem but in, you know, whatever. Yeah. Saying that I, you know, I'm never going to get in shape. They've, you know, they haven't seen their feet for five years. <laughs> whatever they do, and these and these women are literally becoming rig city after like, after like physique like, athlete like, yeah, levels like of fit. Shred. So age is just bullshit when it comes to being in shape. Mm. You know, I think also diet wise, potentially. There's another way you could underhandedly start cooking her food and eating and, being, and clearing up the diet. If you go shopping, start making sure she doesn't have any bad food in the house because she can train all you want. But if there's no, if there's, she's eating like a like, like a pepper pig, it's no good. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, 
a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is Peppa Pig a boy or a girl? Peppa Pig's a girl, and I wish I'd invented Peppa Pig, because it is like crack for no, kids. No, it is crack for kids. Um, I will say one thing, though. This is going to end in one of two ways. Either she's going to start seeing herself, A, she's going to feel better when she starts training. B, she's going to look better when, when she starts making an effort for date night every weekend. And she's going to, and this is cyclical. So a lot of people on my Instagram will say things to me like, why is it all about how women look? It should be about how women feel. And I'm like, you might be surprised at how oh, those God. two are intrinsically linked, okay? Yeah. Look better, look good, feel good, feel good, look good, and round and round you go. That's either going to happen or this is basically going to be like you papering over cracks. And the second that you you can't make a workout, you can't cook, you're away with the boys that weekend, you can't go out with her, it all unravels back to who she really is at her core, which is someone who really just doesn't really give a shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to be very clear here. There's nothing wrong with a woman being like, I don't give a fuck if you find me attractive or not. In fact, it's quite inspirational. But at the same time, if that's not working for you and that's who she really is, then you're simply not compatible. And that's something that you're going to have to start thinking about. I think it is really important as well because... You know, I'm never one, either men or women, to say how someone should look. Mm. All I can say is you can change your body to whatever you regard as in shape. But there is no blueprint for that. There is no perfect body. And people who tell you this is what you should look like, this is what you should do, no. But you should always aim for, to be healthier and to transform your body in whatever aspect you want. And so when people say, why can't you just be happy? Yeah, it's fine. If people are really happy with what they, you know, they are, but you know, being morbidly obese, for example, I don't fundamentally believe it. I just think you've kidded yourself that you're happy. But, but that doesn't equally mean you have to become a stick insect. You can just become a better version of yourself, whatever that is. So just remember that. So And also, you must have been really attracted to her in the beginning, so she has the capability to do that. If you bought a you know a Mini Metro and you're trying to turn it into a Ferrari, <laughs> you're stuffed. But you know, if you if you like the Mini Metro and you just want to put a spoiler on it and put you know put some leather seats in it in a in a, in a CD player, that's very possible. Um. Yeah, we should tell them what's happening with us at the moment. James and I have both gained some weight. Okay, so I I was in like a fat loss phase that lasted, thanks to lockdown, fucking forever. And I got in pretty good shape. I wasn't as lean as I've ever been, but I was in pretty good shape. shape. Yeah, I was in good shape. And um, and then I just decided like, okay, I don't want to be in a fat loss phase anymore. And instead of doing what I should have done, which is gradually increase my calories and, re- and decrease cardio, I went to France to see my mum and dad and fell into all the food for four or five days. Um... And when you are on the leaner side, you gain weight quite quickly and came back quite significantly. I mean, at least a size bigger. And James was like, wow, <laughs> you gained weight in a short space of time. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I didn't no, say that. No, actually, you... what he started calling me was big hips. And we've got, because <laughs> my, right, my body fat gets Hold on, let's, let's qualify this again, because this is where reputations get destroyed. <laughs> you walked in, lifted up your T-shirt and said, I've gained a load of weight. look at my hips. And I, I look at my hips and I went, all right, big hips. There was a fucking big difference. This is how people get, Rested and done for liable. I didn't just go fucking hell, love. You bit. You put a load of weight no, on. All right, I, big hips. You went. Look at the size of my hips. Went. All right, big hips. I yeah. came home. I was like, look at how much weight I 
came down to France and James was like, Big Ips. Right, well, Big Ips. <laughs> no, you went, Big oh, H. Big Ips. Yeah. Big We've H. got a friend called Big H, so now he calls me Big H. Yeah, but then, okay, and then this is what she did to me, right? So basically, <laughs> it's just don't fuck it's one, it's not, you know, it's so not one So during this time, he went on a boys' holiday yeah. and he obviously fell into a vat of beer. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> what, what happened is normally I would track my food using my fitness pal to retain, you know, shape and do what, what else. But obviously then you get to a period where you start becoming intuitive. You understand what your plate should look like. You roughly understand it. Like Chloe could not track again and intuitively get herself in shape. Because I know what's what, what exactly. to eat. Like intuitive dieting doesn't work for anyone other than people who are incredibly well-minded. So what happened was I, I was eating and I had a piece of cake and Chloe walked goes, oh, how's the intuitive eating going well? I went, well, it's, it's not going great. I've got a bit of a bit of, <laughs> bit of a paunch here. She went past and tapped it went, oh, the old, old intuitive darb, is it? <laughs> ID, right? And so every time she walks down and she sees me with my shirt off, she's like, ID's coming along really good. How's that intuitive eating? Still eating really well? And fuck it, I've got feelings here as well. Every time he walks in a room, I'm like, sorry, sorry you can't come in, you need to show us your ID and I don't let him in until Lifts Lift the up the shirt, shows my intuitive dog. Um, no, but what, sorry, where I was going with that is, look, if you're in a relationship, sometimes people are going to look great and sometimes people are going to have gained weight or, you know, they're poorly and they haven't done their hair and makeup in a week and maybe they don't smell that great because they keep vomiting or they're full of mucus, whatever. That stuff does happen and that is normal. And I don't think you should feel bad because it sounds to me like actually this is like quite quite a significant long-term change that's occurred and that's why you shouldn't feel bad if you were like oh i started dating my you know girlfriend she moved in with me and now i found out she had morning breath i tell you to like go sharpen up up, yeah (laughs) Yeah, but this isn't sharpen up's my expression i've really spent too much time with you haven't i i've given you too much oh so this is an email follow-on from a question we did last week episode nine uh this guy wrote in talking about did we? Did he think essentially that uh, men really want sex, women don't want to do it? Is it false advertising that women like to have lots of sex in the beginning, but then they stop having sex? Uh, did he feel that 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 led to male suicide because of the helplessness element of it? Um, you know, was it false advertising? What could he do to breach it? So and it was very laddie. Very laddie, and we and we basically said he's on the piss on a golf weekend. No, it doesn't lead to suicide. It can, all the lads getting around bitching and, and everything. But we did answer the point properly. However, he's written back in this week and he wrote, um, thanks for covering my email on your podcast. You're both great. I think I made the typical male mistake of trying to lad the, lad the points up by joking at the start and finish with my email. But actually the conversation with my friends weren't uh, what you would imagine. We were chatting seriously, sharing our concerns and feelings, whilst also confirming our love for our wives and girlfriends. Always good if you're slagging them off, fucking bitch. But I do love. Oh yeah, her. Well, you went on a boys' weekend. Yeah. Did you sit there and be like, "I really love Chloe"? Yeah, I was like, "I really love Not her." Not fucking once like, did ah, he say no, that. It's, it's my favourite thing is with lads. Got a fucking wife pissing me off. But I really love her. She's really close to me. It's like, babe, you're not wearing a wire. It's fine. Um, Many of the guys have actually talked to their partners about this and nothing has really changed. Although we can agree that men, including myself, are just shit at communication. <laughs> yeah, myself included. I personally find it so hard to talk to my wife about sex that she just shuts the conversation down, which seems to be a common feature across my friends. As humans, we surround each other with similar individuals in our social groups. So for you guys, it will be more uh, extrovert and confident individuals. However, you definitely need to take into consideration your actual audience as you are the minority guys. This is also represented in your guests. Think about who you had on, all the great guests, by the way, but celebs, millionaires, millionaire presenters, rugby players. Why don't you get someone who maybe represents normal people? So firstly, when I replied to this, obviously I, 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 I took all these points about having a serious conversation that maybe he'd laddered it up. But the, the, but the insinuation that we are not normal people, I, I, I will freely admit that Chloe and I's dynamic, right, on this podcast in particular, we're extremely honest, honest to a, to a fault, right? Mm. 
But we are not couple goals. We argue a lot. We go through stuff like everybody goes through. We're fucking exactly like normal people. People have run around me and said, I love the way you and Chloe have an honest relationship. It doesn't always work that well, having, you know, like oversharing stuff and everything else. It can, it can be detrimental, but it's constantly a learning curve. But I would rather be op- have an open communication platform than, than not. But I have a lot of work to do on my communication. And I think to say that we're not normal people, this is the mistake that people make and why we live yeah. in the fucking stupid world we live in. Yeah. You look at people and celebrities and go, they're this, they're different. They're fucking exactly the same. Mm. Jack Nicholson still shits. Fucking, you know, Angelina Jolie still has a period, I presume. Everybody has the same thing. Everyone has good days, bad days. Some of those insecure people I've ever met are the most famous people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and just some t- of the loudest people you ever meet actually really can't communicate. Exactly. And yeah, and, and, some, and, and some people who are, 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 you know, these super confident people in real life are not. So this is, you've got to remember, the reason we wanted to show this is everybody is the same. And while Chloe and I are Z-list celebrities, you know, even if we are, you can class as that. We are normal people and you've got to stop believing it because the reason we wanted to do this podcast was to share the nitty gritty of what we have. So that's, I took offence to that. And no, I, I wanted to like chime in here and say Fine. like, I've had this my whole life, obviously growing up with my parents and it's so interesting to me. My mum came from, you know, um, incredibly working class Manchester and she didn't actually, she didn't end up on TV until she was in her 40s and she didn't start making money off of that career till she was in her 50s. My dad dropped out, went to school in Essex. He went to um, a public school in Essex. He dropped out when he was 16. His parents were furious with him. He started working at the Brentwood Argus, which was the local paper and he lived in a flat share with several other um, people, right? And again, he... He, he didn't start making money until he was in his 40s, right? By the time they started making money, I was about, how old was I? 10 years old. And it was amazing, it, like, how, for me, my life went from being very, what people call, quote-unquote, normal, to exactly the same level of normal, just with money. And the only thing And more that, public scrutiny. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll get to that. But the only thing that changed, the only thing in our whole life that changed as a family and as people, was that my dad didn't have an anxiety attack when he had to spend £250 at the shop before Christmas anymore. And he used to say to me every time, like, I can't believe I can, I'm not having a panic attack when I hand over my card because I can afford it. We... Instead of going to Cornwall on our summer holidays every summer, we started going to America, for example. So our holidays changed in the summer from being, you know, local to transatlantic, which was fucking amazing. And that was about it. Like, I really can't think of anything else that changed. Like, nothing else changed. So everybody is, like... James doesn't come from money. I know that there's this whole reputation he has as being like a public school boy. You know, he went to Wellington. He's a rugby player. He's very well-spoken. His parents are very well-spoken, but he does not come from money, right? There's this whole perception that if you're in the public eye or if you come from money, you're completely different. I'll tell you right now that isn't true. I have a lot of quote-unquote normal friends and I have a lot of quote-unquote celebrity friends and they're all the fucking same. So it's just a completely inaccurate assumption. Uh, In relation to male suicide element, we were talking about worthlessness, which is the number one reason for male suicide. And we thought if sex is... such a basic wide instinct for men and it's turned off then potentially this could add to feeling of worthlessness listen let's be completely frank if you're feeling worthlessness worthless because you're not having sex you've got you there's some deeper seated yeah. stuff going on there that you need to address and while getting turned down not having sex a basic instinct of what men want to do but that is such a small part of your life if that's driving you over you've got a mental health issues that are unaddressed and that's absolutely fine but you need to flag that and you you need to understand that and i think a lot of men are going around with these thoughts and these problems and not addressing them and just brushing them under the carpet. 
And if I, as a giant meathead alpha male, can put my hand up and say, I have good days, I have bad days, I've suffered from self-confidence issues my entire life. I spent my whole time speaking to, um, you know, uh, sports therapists, sports psychologists, and, you know, even, you know, like stuff around our relationship, everything. I've been very honest and open about that. Then you need to look into that because that is no way to drive you to have sex. You know, if someone rips your heart out and leaves you, that's fine. Just not getting a shag is no reason for, uh, for that. I will say one thing, though. Developing something like depression or, I don't know, bipolar disorder or whatever, it's usually a perfect storm of occurrences. But one of the occurrences can be something that's, that's upsetting that's going on in your life. So that is accurate to say. And if you're not having sex often and you're finding that increasingly upsetting, James is right. I think you have some attachment stuff that maybe you need to speak to someone about, which is fine. I have mental health issues, in case you couldn't tell. Um, that's fine. That's absolutely fine if you do. Um, but it, it, if that constant, if it's making you feel quote unquote worthless that you're not having sex with your, your partner, then yes, that can lead to feelings of depression 100% and obviously depression can lead to suicide um but James is right it actually probably goes deeper than just that that's probably kicking it off but yeah you I would say you need to speak to someone and there's loads of amazing uh, therapists on the NHS you just go to your GP and they literally refer you you message you book an appointment that's it and, and you won't regret it I think I think you should do that because he finishes off with I actually really struggled to approach this with my wife and uh, and, uh, and I feel a bit lonely because I moved away to be near her like most of my friends as well mm. right so I feel that. Obviously, if you're, if, yeah, but if you're feeling lonely, this is something you need to reach out and address. And yes, I know that I put a lot of value in sex and have done, you know, like if I was good in bed or I, or my partner's having a good time, then you feel good about yourself. You put you put value on that kind of that kind of thing. But this is this is more going on than this. This is you know your feeling of loneliness. You need to address that. And the thing is, it can feel helpless. But actually, there's lots of ways of dealing with this. You can start with reaching out to someone. Even the friends you're talking about, that you've gone on a golf day with. Don't wait for a golf day to pick up the phone to ring your friend up and say, "Actually, mate, I'm not having a good day. Can I have a chat with you for a while?" Mm. In terms of approaching your wife, I mean, he said, "Chloe, any advice? Any any advice to start the conversation?" I mean, if I I would well, if it was me, I'd start the conversation with potentially sit down and say I'm actually feeling really lonely I've moved away from my friends and family I obviously put a lot of value in sex I really fancy you I want to have some more sex what could the hell can we do to fix this um it would be my first port call because I think if you're skirting around the issue she's shutting it down perhaps she thinks you're just you're hungry and not realizing and and you know maybe ask her why don't you want more sex with me you know and confront it and maybe she turns and says I don't fancy you whatever at least you'll know the answer <laughs> yeah I agree I think if you can like uh if you can and this is a big if because I feel like you're basically saying that you can't do this, like naturally you can't naturally do this. If you can just sit down without being angry or upset and just say, listen, really, really like calmly and, and pragmatically, I need to have sex to feel happily married. The fact that we're not having sex means that I don't feel happily married. The fact that I don't feel happily married is leading me to feel quite depressed. So here's the here's the problem, babe. And that's what that's what you do. And you basically try it and you say, I don't want to fight about this. I don't want you to get upset. I don't want me to get upset. I want to try and figure this out. What can we do? What steps do we need to take? What do you need? What do we do? And ask her, what can I do? But if you're t if you're saying that that really doesn't come naturally to you, something that I find works really well. <sighs> I'll just I'll be a bit old school here. Write a letter. Sometimes when you put things in writing. 
you can really convey how you feel a lot more and somebody can really receive it a lot more compassionately than if you, if you basically speak at them and then they feel taken off guard and they feel attacked. If, if it's a letter, there's something a bit more kind of watercolor about it. It's quite easy to, for you to kind of slip into somebody's narrative. And I think that that would be a really good option. I know that James and I, sometimes like James and I fight really, 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 really badly when we fight. Like we really like, it blows up. And so what, and but one thing that I found that really actually helps is, and it's only happened a couple of times by accident, but it's something that I'm cautious of and aware of now. If, if I basically exit the conversation before it blows up, give it a bit of breathing room and then text him, if he hasn't blown up yet, he actually responds to it a lot more kind of maturely and calmly and in a fashion that I want him to versus you know just speaking at him so I would say consider that yeah I think it's, I think it's perfect and I, and I think you, you have set another response which I which I haven't seen but essentially mate I think you you, you know reach out address it however you are speak to and brave it because the point is doing nothing is making you un, is even more unhappy mm-hmm. um and you know that leads to one way and one way only and you, you know and it'll lead to the desperation loneliness and do you know what if you feel like how important it is and things change in your relationship and you have, you know, you only get one life. I'm sorry for people who listen to this who think they're going to come back as like an armadillo or there's like <laughs> 75 virgins or, or you're gonna, whatever you, whatever's going to go on. You just got to be very careful that, that you you understand this, this isn't a dress rehearsal and you need to make sure you're happy and sometimes you've got to have difficult conversations to make you happy. Yeah, but I would I would say definitely have the conversation before you call it a day. Oh yeah, and that's what I meant. I just like meant... if you turned around to me and you were like, I'm not happy, I'm leaving, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, oh no, no. dickhead, sit down and talk I to meant, me. I meant have the conversation, but yeah. essentially the upshot of the conversation may lead to it. Not, it might not be the right thing. I don't think that's what's going on here. I think that you do. I think you are. I think there's one. It seems to me like there's one big problem in your marriage. And and if I'm honest, it's totally, totally fucking solvable. Yeah. Totally. Like it just. It's going to take a bit of effort from from both of you. Okay. But- well, look. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in to episode ten. It really does mean a lot to me and Chloe that you're listening to our bullshit again. Please respect. We're not qualified in any of this. We're just giving you our life experiences. Um, and if you want to get your question read out or a topic that you'd love us to discuss, then reach out to cqquestions at jameshaskell.org. That's cqquestions at jameshaskell.org. Please share, please subscribe, please tell your friends about it. Um, do you want to say goodbye to anyone? Go tell your friends about it. This is the kind of shit I have to put up it's with. It's on the weekend. It's a very good all. song. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.